You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 10 of Tarot Talk. Today, I am answering a listener question, and it is again about relationships. So we are in the season of learning emotional boundaries and healthy relationships, and this is Leo season, and the tarot card that represents Leo is strength, and it really calls for vulnerability and emotional intelligence. And so we're going to continue on this theme and work with another relationship question. So let's just get right to it. So Jenna writes in, last year I moved to be closer to my boyfriend. Initially it was hard, but about five months ago, I really fell in love with my new state. I feel like I'm supposed to be here, but at times it feels lonely. The boyfriend and I broke up and I feel like it needed to happen for me to grow and change old patterns, but I haven't been able to completely heal from the situation. We had a very healthy relationship and breakup and we are still friends. I still truly feel like that person is meant to be my partner. And I guess my main question is why do I feel like this? Are we going to cross paths again or am I meant to completely shut that door? Okay. So very similar to the question that I answered last week in regards to healing from a breakup. Um, So I pulled a spread for you, Jenna, and I'm seeing strength right in the middle of this spread, right? So strength, again, is the tarot card that's associated with Leo season. And, you know, Leo is the lion. And in the original imagery of the deck, a woman is kind of prying open the mouth of a lion. And it's not physical strength that the card represents as much as it is the risk, the risk that she's taking putting her hands in the mouth of a beast, right? And to me, this card, the word for this card could, the alternate word for this card could be vulnerability, right? And this is when we have the courage to take the risk of loving another person. And when we take that risk, we always have the risk of heartbreak, of loss, of breakup, of that person dying, of the relationship changing in some way. But also we get the greatest gift of all, which is of connection. Um, And I see the strength card pull a lot in relationship questions because we are often asked to show that soft underbelly, right? And if we're not willing to show that soft underbelly, it's going to be mirrored back to us in our relationships with others. We're going to attract others who have walls up around the heart. So definitely a call here for strength, for courage. But let's start from the beginning. And the first card that I actually pulled for you is the three of cups, which is a beautiful card about sisterhood and 
receiving support from kind of your friends and family. And so I see that the space you mentioned that you had just moved to a new state, I see that this place has a lot of support for you and that you can be really um, held right now in this space. And it's a time to kind of celebrate what you've created there, regardless of the breakup. Um, This is pulling through as a really strong energy. Now, the next two cards I'm seeing are the Emperor reversed and the Seven of Swords reversed. And then pulling along with them, I'm seeing Justice reversed and the Queen of Pentacles reversed. And so these four cards are kind of telling me a story, Jenna. And it's one about um, a role that you've been taking on that is not 100% your truth. This is an old storyline that needs to be dropped. And it's related to the relationship and the healing of the relationship and kind of owning your own authenticity. Because the Seven of Swords is that card about deception of um, a little bit of envy, kind of looking in FOMO, like the grass is greener than the other side. But I often pull it because we kind of hide our own truth from the world because we don't want to take that risk of vulnerability, right? And so it's like, mm, you can see all six of my swords, but I'm going to hide the seventh one right here just because this is my weakness. Um, And so seeing this card partnered with strength, what it really makes me feel like is that there's one part of you that still needs to be brought out into the light. There's one card that you're not showing, right? And what would happen if you played that card? Now, this is the time to put down that money and bet on yourself, Jenna, and show that last card. Let's see everything you're holding. Now, justice in the reversal speaks to me of a little bit of like black and white thinking, a little bit of perfectionism. And this could be related to the seven of swords energy and like, "Mm, I'm going to hide this last sword or I'm going to wrap it up in a pretty little box and show it to the world that way. And what I'm wondering is, well, what is that card that you're holding? What is that one thing that you've been kind of holding back and, and kind of relying on a little bit of perfectionism? Don't be that girl. I don't know what girl it is. Maybe it's the good girl. Maybe it's the pretty girl. Maybe it's the bad girl. Maybe it's the smart girl. But don't be any girl. Just be you. Messy, authentic, beautiful, creative you. And this is the lesson, right? This is the strong energy that's coming through in this reading. Um, And then seeing the emperor reversed with the queen of pentacles in relation to this story, I'm seeing, I mean, to me, what these two cards are saying is it's time to be your own daddy, right? The emperor is masculine energy. He is structure. He is organization. He leads with the mind and he has a plan and his plan works out for the greater good of everyone. But he really 
runs the show. He's the CEO. And it's time for you to step into that energy now and be your own daddy and be the emperor of your own life. And then that's strengthened now by the queen of pentacles who's stepping in as the queen of earth, as the queen of knowing your role. And, you know, pentacle cards are related to the material things in our lives. And so this could be your career, your money, your home, your sense of safety and security in the world. And what this queen does is harnesses that energy. And so she brings water to earth. And so she's deeply connected to the earth and she's deeply connected to her emotions and her sensitivity. But she has built her own kind of castle and she runs that shit. Um, And so maybe in relation to the question of, am I meant to, is this person going to come back around for me again? Or am I meant to count my losses? Um, Or why do I keep feeling this way? And there's a bit of like giving up your power to this old idea, to this old paradigm, to this old way of being, to this box that you've put yourself in as that girl, right? And the the cards to me are asking you to step into your own power, to let that story go, to cut out the perfectionism, to not hide, right? That last card and to really put it all out on the table and to really remember Jenna who you are and what you're capable of. Now, this is going to be a little bit difficult because who you are now is not who you were and where you're going is not where you've been. And so this is going to be new and fresh for you because you haven't lived in this space. So now you've got to create it from the ground up. But you have that strength card pulling for you. You have that emperor card ready for you to pull it into the upright position. And you also have the three of cups, this loving sisterhood, supportive energy encompassing you. So really all the tools are here for you. It's just a matter of dropping that old storyline and stepping into your power. Okay, Jenna, I hope that this helps and I look forward to meeting you all for the tarot forecast. Stay tuned. All right, you guys, welcome to the second portion of the show. Again, I'm Holly Ramey, and I'm going to give you a tarot forecast for this energy coming up. It's a full moon in Aquarius, and then this reading will also cover the following two weeks up until the next new moon. So the moon 
in full, and then the waning moon, which will be the last two weeks of August. And we've had some pretty sweet astrology um, with this last new moon and the two weeks that followed. And even if it didn't feel like a necessarily sweet time, it certainly did not for me. It was an important time to integrate all of the lessons that came up over eclipse season in July. And so, you know, we've moved into this fire energy of Leo, and this will be the first new moon that we've had that's not an eclipse. And it's it's way more gentle and it's way more sweet. Uh, the sun is illuminating Venus, and there's a lot of beautiful, sweet uh, energy that's coming in now. And the way that I look at full moons is as an illumination of what we can shed, what we're ready to let go of in order to really manifest the intentions that we set on the new moon. So the new moon is a time of planting seeds, of looking forward and really visualizing what it is that we want to create. And then during the waxing moon, we take the action steps to create that. So for me, when I'm moving into the full moon, I'm going to focus a little bit more on releasing, on allowing things that were maybe in the shadow to be illuminated where I can continue letting go and clearing out. And then in my personal practice, I might get a little more quiet. Full moons tend to bring up the energy, right? This is when, um, the gravitational pull of the moon is more intense. So the water in our bodies is affected. The water in the soil is is moving up, right? The tides are high. And so they can bring up emotions, right? Emotions are the second chakra, the water element. And so just notice what comes up for you around the full moon. Sometimes it looks really beautiful and exciting. And sometimes it's like, oh man, I need to, I'm extra sensitive. I'm highly emotional and I need to ground and rest. So just notice how this energy feels for you and what you like to do for me. I generally like to rest and not do um, ceremony or offer ceremony to others. I like to maybe take a ritual bath or do a small grounding practice at home. So your ritual can be whatever feels right to you energetically, and some moons are different than others based on the sign that they're in. Okay, you guys, so let's jump right into the reading. Um, actually, you know what? First, I want to just give you a few short, quick announcements. It is the full moon. If you're listening today, it's Thursday, uh, August 15th, and the moon is full in the early hours around, I think it's going to be like 7.30 a.m., and um, practice ritual really any time within um, give or take a day or two around there. Um, but know that this reading is for those two weeks. So you can use this information um, all the way up until the next new moon in September. Uh, or no, actually it's at the end of August. This Saturday though, 
I'm going to be doing an opening meditation and reading tarot at the Body and Soul event with the Nashville Edit, and that's going to be at the Clementine Hotel here in Nashville. There's still tickets available, so if you're interested, go on my website. It's a terrific lineup of tons of badass women offering very cool services. It's going to be a great day. And then at the end of this month, I believe it's August 29th, we'll have the new moon in Virgo. I'm seriously so here for it. I'm ready to move into this earth energy after all the fire and water and kind of purification of this summer with the eclipses. Virgo brings us those earthy vibes, that kind of back to school season, back to work, back into the fall. Um kind of getting out of the swing of summer, which, you know, summer has those easy breezy vibes, but with those eclipses, it it was an intense one. So, um, go ahead and grab your tickets to that new moon ceremony. It'll be at the end of the month, right before Labor Day. So it'll be a really great time to kind of jump in, visualize what you want to set up for this fall season as we kind of start to make that shift from summer into the fall, moving from the really pitta, fiery energy and Ayurveda into the Vata season, the air element, and just really honoring that shift. And then we're going to come into the fall equinox at the end of September. I believe it's the 20th or the 21st, and I'll be offering a fall equinox ceremony at Kali Yuga Yoga here in East Nashville. And that is a nice long two-hour exploration. We do breath work, we do movement, we do yin and restorative yoga. I offer Reiki and it's kind of like a mini retreat to um, just align yourself with this change of season. So that's what's coming up. Um, But let's jump into the reading for this full moon in Aquarius, okay? So Aquarius is the polar sign to Leo. So whenever we have a new moon in one sign, we have the full moon in its opposite sign. And Leo kind of grows up... um, through Aquarius. So that's where it learns its higher lessons and where Leo is very focused on the individual, right? Aquarius is very focused on the community. And so we go from I, me, and healing the self to higher consciousness and what is healing for the collective, right? And and if you think about it, what is healing for ourselves affects every single person that we come into contact with. And so the art of, of inner child healing, which is associated with Leo, is also an opportunity to then grow up and glow up into healing the collective and bringing the lessons that we learned on ourselves right out into the world to help others. And it doesn't mean that you have to be a healer to do this. This just naturally happens when we do our own work, right, you guys? So the first card that I pulled for us is the Eight of Swords Reversed. And upright, this card is a little like, eh, but reversed, it's like, okay, things are shifting. Because the energy of this card is really being stuck. The swords are the mental suit, right? And so it's when we get stuck in the mind, we can't see our way out. But we're not seeing clearly. We're seeing through the limited lens of our own perspective. So if you're locked in a room and you keep trying the door and you're trying the door and you're trying the door over and over again, it's like, 
when are you going to when are you going to stop and look around because the window is open the whole time right and so it's like we kind of have a blindfold on and we're just not seeing all the opportunities around us. I'm pulling this spread with the Way Home Terra by Bakara. You could pick it up at Everyday Magic. It's a gorgeous deck. And in the imagery of this deck, it's like a lightning bug and he's surrounded by all of the swords. The thing is, is he could fit right through them, but he seems to be trapped. And so it's the perception of being trapped that's falling away. And so I love this for the full moon because it's like illuminating those ways out, the way out that we haven't been able to see, right? It's shedding light on what was dark before. And then the next card that I'm pulling is the Ace of Pentacles. So we have the opportunity for a new beginning in the realm of Earth. So whatever we're going to do, it's going to be fresh. We're going to be planting new seeds and we're going to have lots of time to nourish them and, and watch them grow. So this isn't a short game. This is the long game, right? So we're looking out into the future and this is a time to really see like, well, what what, what seeds do I want to plant? Like, what do I really want? What is in alignment now with my higher purpose? I'm not the same person that I was before, right? We're not. We just came out of these eclipses and we're all like leveled up, right? We just went through that lion's gate and it was ascension. So we have to look forward and plant new seeds. We can no longer exist as we were before. And the six of wands is showing up as victory and success. It's been a rough one, you guys, but we're at the top. We're at the top and it was a little bit grueling, but it's time to celebrate a little bit, right? This full moon has such sweet, positive energy. Look back over the summer, just over these last few months and see how much you've grown. See what's burned down. See what you let go of and what you brought in and the lessons that you've learned and really celebrate it because in some way you found more internal balance. And, and this paired with the, the page of wands or the daughter of wands shows me that we're ready to to start a new journey, right? The Ace of Pentacles, the Page of Wands together. It's like there are new opportunities showing up. There are new seeds to be planted and we have to go forth with this creative energy and move into new things that um, are outside of our wheelhouse, right? They need to be reworked and redesigned um, and it's an opportunity to really kind of push beyond your edges and out into what maybe didn't seem possible before, but is now being illuminated. Okay. And then the next card that I pulled for us is the hermit and the hermit kind of feels like, Oh, what? <laughs> it's like all this moving out, all this kind of going and bursting into flames and, um, all this victory. And then the hermit's like, Oh no, go inward. But what I'm seeing here with the hermit is the four of wands. And it's like, we're learning the art of trusting ourselves. We're learning the art of going inward for our wisdom rather than always reaching for an external uh, resource. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's advice from others or something that you're looking up on the internet or just looking outside of yourself for information that you know you have. And seeing the hermit reverse is like, mm, we don't always want to go in there, right? We don't always want to trust ourselves with that information because I don't know, maybe we weren't taught to do that. Maybe this is a totally new exploration for us to 
first seek within before we seek without. It's not going to feel quite comfortable. It's not going to be like the easiest transition, but it's there for us. And it's really what we need to remember is that we can always find an answer within if we're willing to get really quiet. And sacred silence can be a tough one, right? With so much distraction, with so much information available at our fingertips always. Sacred silence can feel dull. It can feel mundane. It can feel boring. But you have to get past the mental resistance. You have to get past that part of your brain that says like, oh no, don't do this. And just go for it because there's so much wisdom available to us. And now it's finally time to allow ourselves to be illuminated from within. The four of wands is kind of echoing a little bit of what the six of wands is saying is like you are in a place where what you've created is bringing you more stability. There's a victory. There's a celebration to be had. We're all starting to rebuild and it's from a way more stable place than we've ever been before. Again, it might not feel quite stable and you might be like, hmm, I'm not sure about this. I don't know if I should really stand on this or cross this bridge. It it might collapse. Um, And it's not that it's not strong. It's just that that you've never stood on this one before, right? And so it's time to kind of look forward and be really innovative and be really creative in how you want to move and what you want to build. But before you do that, don't remember to look back and celebrate where you've been, how far you've come, and also look at the lessons, look at the mistakes, look at all the ways and the obstacles that you've overcome and use all of that information to inform where you're going because you're not going to bring it all with you but there's valid pieces of information that you can use to build what you're going to build and now the last card that I'm pulling is from the liminal space deck which you can also find at everyday magic and it's an oracle deck And the image is of a bunch of monkeys hanging from trees. And the card says, not my monkeys, not my circus. And I love this card for this poll because I feel like this is what we've been working on and learning over the last couple of months. Emotional responsibility, right? Emotional intelligence, boundaries, All of these lessons that we've learned in Cancer and Leo season around relationships and around radical and honest responsibility for what's ours and the freedom that we achieve from other people's shit when we take responsibility for our own shit and leave the rest behind. Not my monkeys and not my circus tells me that we are growing up and learning what's ours and what isn't. And we're finally recognizing when it's time to get involved and when it's time to say, oh, no, 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 that's not my shit. That's your shit, right? Because it's so easy to kind of get pulled in to the circus and get defensive and get caught up in the old storylines and get offended. But the thing is, is that whatever people are throwing at you, whatever people are giving to you, assuming about you, projecting onto you is a reflection of them and the way they treat themselves. It has nothing to do with you. Okay. 
So just a little reminder that as you're doing all this work, all this beautiful work of illuminating what you're ready to let go of, of the moving through the areas where you felt stuck for so long, of planting new seeds and moving forward with new fresh energy to stay in your own lane, to remember the hermit and go inward, to respond rather than react. And when you're triggered, to take a step back and ask yourself like, okay, what is this? And rather than get on the defense and hype up and, you know, react to somebody, step away, give yourself some time, go inward, send love to that wounded place that may have been triggered by that interaction, and then wait. It's not easy, but you guys have been working on this for the last few months and you're ready. You're ready to know what's yours and what isn't. All right, you guys, this is going to be a great week I'm, or a couple of weeks. I'm really excited for this full moon energy. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, please help to support the podcast in any way you can, whether it's a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or sharing on your socials, passing around. You could also support through the Anchor app. But I thank you guys so much for being here, and I look forward to catching up with you on the new moon. Take care. I'm not afraid of